Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You are watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I'm here Monday through Friday and I explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Well, today's news story shouldn't come as a shock. Crypto is crashing. What is going on? There are macro issues as well as crypto specific issues. Specifically, Terra and UST are roiling crypto markets. And just so you know, I waited till later so I could make sure I get tons of information to share with you on this important topic. So what does all this mean? Not to worry, I'll explain it all. But first, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. If you're listening on podcasts, please give me a rating. Five stars is preferable. And follow me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the subscribe button, ring the bell. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. So you can use the links below to do your own research. Okay, so the markets are tanking. It is officially time to address this. No more hopium. First of all, we are in a risk-off environment. What is a risk-off environment, you ask? Because there is so much risk going on in the world, this is not just crypto falling. Everything is. And I will start by talking about that. So if you're listening on podcasts, I just shared my screen. You can use links to follow along or just listen along. All right. Okay, so this is the Wall Street Journal. Let me just get this. Okay, there you go. Authors Will Horner, David Sebastian, and Justin Baer report for Wall Street Journal. U.S. stocks turn lower, extending sell-off, yield on benchmark Mark 10-year U.S. Treasury edges down, edges lower. Dow S&P 500 hand back morning gains. These authors put together a great explanation of why the markets in general are tanking. Check this out. A cocktail of geopolitical risks and economic headwinds is posing the biggest threat to global growth in years in rattling markets. In the U.S., soaring inflation has prompted the Federal Reserve to begin raising interest rates and investors fear the move could tip the economy into recession. Global markets are looking equally troubled. In China, resurgent COVID-19 outbreaks and Beijing's strict approach to fighting them threatened to review revive the supply chain bottleneck that first drove inflation higher. In Europe, the war in Ukraine threatens to keep energy prices elevated and is weighing on the region's growth. Everyone at this point is looking to see if we've bottomed. The instincts are that we haven't bottomed yet. Investors were also looking ahead to Wednesday's, tomorrow's, report of fresh consumer price index, which is expected to show inflation rose slower than last month. Risk-off environment makes investors move towards cash and less risky investments. Basically, what they said, just to sum it up here, is that it says inflation. A lot of people are worried about inflation, and the Fed is raising rates. And investors are afraid it's gonna we're gonna go into a recession. And what's gonna make that worse is COVID-19 pro restrictions in China. China has a no COVID policy, which is ridiculous, but uh, that's preventing that's shutting down ports and manufacturing plants, etc. They get one person gets COVID, they shut everything down. So that's screwing everything up. And let's see what else. And then everyone's worried that tomorrow it's the inflation reports are going to come in. 
So speculation is that if inflation numbers come in tomorrow b- below the previous report of 8.5%, the market should see a relief. That could look like a little bounce. But this is not financial advice, but I'm not going to get very excited about that little bounce. But you might see a little relief rally under the assumption that the peak inflation is here. This means that inflation may be on its way down. If it comes in higher, expect lots of pain. Let us see what happens tomorrow. So we have China's zero COVID policy messing up supply chains, Ukraine invasion scaring people for war and messing with supply chains, inflation concerns, quantitative tightening, which is this is the slowing of the printing machine. They're printing less money. Yes, they're actually printing tons of money right now, creating, expanding the money supply to be more accurate. They're going to reduce that, but continue to expand the money supply. Raise interest rates. This has the impact of making money more expensive and slowing the pace money moves through the economy and can fuel the economy. Sorry, at the pace money can fuel the economy. There are a lot of reasons to be worried about the economy, which means to a lot of people sell and hold cash. There, I was just listening to the news earlier and they were saying how we need a recession to control inflation. That's so scary. <laughs> like, what? Oh my God, the pain. Anyway, let's keep moving on. Now, of course, people can sell and hold cash. However, this sounds like market timing to me. Are you are you a day trader? Are you like, oh, let me pull my money out and let me like sit on the sidelines until things come back? Uh, you could do that. You're going to have to watch the markets all the time just to get in. And then how quickly can you get it all in? I don't know. That's just a day traders game, which I think that we are in a day traders game now. I'm not interested in this market timing. So I just DCA. DCA means dollar cost average. Dollar cost average means that I buy a little bit every day or every week. And if you buy, you buy a little bit, I mean, shoot, buy $20 a day, $10 a day. $100 a day, whatever you can afford. Of course, this is not financial advice. You should consult a financial advisor. But, you know, buying a little bit of every day makes takes away the volatility. Things don't go up and down when you buy every day. You end up with like an average price of every day. The whatever that price is at that time of day that you buy, you kind of flatten out the curve. So it makes things a little less painful. Okay, now the next reason that crypto specifically is tanking, let's move on to our next beautiful little story here, is the UST and Terra run. Let's look at this article to learn about Terra and UST. Terra, so Luna, Terra Luna runs Luna. So there's Luna token, Luna crypto coin, and the UST stable coin. Author... Muayo Shin reports for Bloomberg, Terra blockchain backer to lend Bitcoin after UST losing dollar link. Terra's UST stablecoin lost its dollar peg on Saturday. Terra has passed a proposal of $1.5 billion Bitcoin UST loans. So this article examines what happened to Luna and UST. What is Luna and UST? Well, this article does a pretty good job in explaining that. So let's check it out. Stablecoins are supposed to maintain a peg to the value of currencies like the US dollar. And traditional forms of these tokens are backed by assets such as cash or cash equivalents. So that means that every time you buy, you you put a dollar, 
You give them a dollar, they give you one UST coin. And then you can use that UST coin. It's equal to $1. You can trade it around and trade it in and out of crypto, knowing that it's always going to be $1. But if there aren't dollars backing it, then that value can drop, which can make a lot of problems. Let's talk a little more about that. UST is an algorithmic stablecoin that lacks any such asset backing, relying instead on trading and treasury management to maintain its value. So they're trying to program an automatic buy-sell based on supply and demand. It's very complicated, but um, basically every time you create a UST, you you destroy a Luna. Yeah. And then every time you create a Luna, you destroy UST. So that one for one burn rate plus there are some assets. Luna or sorry, uh, UST has a bunch of Bitcoin backing it, but they're supposed to have 10 billion, but they only got the 3 billion. They're buying it slowly and they didn't get a chance to build up their treasury backing their UST with Bitcoin. However, no one really knows if this was going to work out, like this is definitely an awesome, interesting experiment. Experiment. A lot of people like the idea of having a stable coin that wasn't backed by dollars. It was pegged to the dollar through supply demand mechanisms, burn mechanisms, supply demand burn mechanisms, and by having other crypto backing it. So they bought some Avalanche, some Avax. They bought a bunch of Bitcoin, and they were trying to build up their their treasury. So now let me, I'm going to keep moving on. So the de-pegging, de-pegging means it's not worth a dollar anymore. It went all the way down to like 60 something cents. That's really, really bad. It means imagine if like you were using a dollar and you went to the store and they're like, oh, this is only worth 60 cents right now. The de-pegging was likely triggered by the withdrawal of Terra USD on centralized, decentralized projects, Curve Finance and Anchor. According to blockchain data, the and crypto market participants. Data from blockchain data tracker Nansen show that more than 121 million Terra USD tokens were withdrawn from the decentralized exchange Curve Finance over the weekend. Curve Finance essentially allows users to provide liquidity to different pools with different tokens while using a mechanism called an automated market maker that helps determine the price of a token when people trade crypto in every pool. At the same time, the total deposits of Terra USD on Anchor, a lending project on the Terra blockchain, fell to 11 billion from 14 billion. Okay, let me break this down a little bit. So, this is basically saying that there's this thing called Curve, and Curve helps. It says uh, it helps. Let me see. It says it's for any token. So if you have a, when you have a crypto project and you want it to be used widely, you want it, you want it in uh, decentralized exchanges and different exchanges where people can buy and sell the coin um, on, on various blockchains and through various, well, yeah, through various blockchains. Well, and you want people using your coin across like across many many different places. You also want people to connect their blockchain to yours and people to be able to move from one blockchain to the other. And a really big important part of this are liquidity pools because when you swap from say Bitcoin to Terra USD uh, or any token, 
then you're you're not when you go to sell it on an exchange and let's talk about like decentralized exchanges which means it's all automated there's no like centralized entity that's governing it and monitoring it well you have to put up excess tokens so like you might want to put up like a million dollars worth of your token and a million dollars worth of a dollar of us dollar tokens i don't know let's say a million dollars of bitcoin and a million dollars of luna and when someone comes in to trade luna for bitcoin then you're not matching a buyer to a seller you're just taking money out of the pool and putting it in so it creates it makes transactions faster because you're not always constantly looking for a buyer and a seller to be matched up perfectly well, this is saying that Curve helps to keep maintain a balance of liquidity pools. It says across multiple liquidity pools. So they're saying that basically the amount of money that was in there was being removed. It says Quan, who is the founder of Luna and Terra Luna, Quan said on Twitter that Terraform Labs initially removed 150 million Terra USD from Curve to prepare for a new liquidity pool going live this week. So they're just moving money around basically and just trying to make sure that they got enough liquidity around the place. And they sent back 100 million after the Terra USD depegged. Some people on Twitter were crying saying that this is a scam and Do Kwan was like, what are you talking about? Like, if that thing fails, my whole thing fails, my whole project fails. Um, it says uh, some observers pointed to a mysterious wallet that sent about 84 million Terra USD to Ethereum and cashed out in USD coin through Curve. So basically, how I understand this, and if you understand it differently, I understand that someone was watching Terra Terraform Labs moving their money around. And everyone knows Doquan is up there saying, we're going to back our stablecoin with $10 billion of, of, of $10 billion worth of Bitcoin. And they had mounted like something like 75,000 coins or something like that, uh, Bitcoins. So he's out there flaunting that we're going to do everything we can to protect it. And someone with some money was sitting on the sidelines waiting waiting and looking for an opportunity and they saw this 150 million dollar move out of curve and then at the same time 84 million dollars was being cashed out and it says Quan said Quan said on Twitter that the wallet did not belong to them but everyone wants to know who the hell is owns this thing and is this a direct attack there's even a conspiracy that some like Wall Street types they don't have to be anti-crypto. They can just be people with a lot of money who are sitting around looking for ways to make money and take advantage of weak weak spots of the market. And they found one big time. So basically, we have the big macro stuff, which I talked about happening. You got the war, inflation, China's one COVID policy. Uh, you have general fear. You have quantitative tightening. And then special to crypto, you got a stable coin backed by Bitcoin is being screwed with by somebody else. And there's a run on this, on this token, which, and then here, I'm going to get jump right back into my story. It says this whole thing was caused a thing caused a big dump of Bitcoin. Once a stable coin lost its peg. So stable coin had to, or sorry. So UST had to go start selling 
their Bitcoin. Here, I got some more on you. So they had to sell their reserves. And the more I explain this, the more hopefully it makes sense. It's a lot of information. It took me all day. That's why I'm reporting this at nighttime. Um, okay, author Jacqueline Melanick reports for TechCrunch, Bitcoin's value near nears $30,000 mark as Luna Foundation Guard liquidates wallet. So the Luna Foundation Guard is a nonprofit who's responsible for managing the UST stablecoin value. The author explains that as people move to cash, there is less people trading. This means there's less people to buy as people sell. That forces the prices to stumble and stumble and cascade like a snowball, but a reverse snowball. Okay, check this out. The rising rate environment paired with weakening economic activity is creating a risk-off environment. This is largely why both Bitcoin and stocks are falling together. With bonds providing no safe haven, investor sentiment is overwhelmingly negative. So basically, people are super scared. And you got this hat, this whatever the hell is going on with Terra. Is it a direct attack or is it somebody uh, who knows? Like maybe there's just a lot of selling pressure. And then there's this weakness happens, which causes a spiral effect. There's a death spiral effect that happens to algorithmic stable coins. None of them have worked out yet. A lot of people were hoping that this one would work out, but instead it's not working out. And maybe Maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe if they had the whole 10 billion in reserves in the treasury, they could fight it better. But they sold like, hold on. Let's see. Uh, where is it now? How about Terra selling their Bitcoin? All right, here, I got this. Check this out. A number of market sources are also saying the huge sell-off is occurring right now in tandem with the depaying of algorithmic stablecoin UST over the past several years. Terraform Labs, the organization behind UST, cryptocurrency Luna, and the Luna Foundation Guard emptied its treasury wallet of all of its Bitcoin. Oh, snap. About 42,000 Bitcoin or $1.3 billion today. They dropped 42,000 Bitcoin on the market from one seller. One seller. The action, that action could add meaningful sell pressure on Bitcoin. It could drag down markets with it. So I think that this makes a lot of sense. See, not only do you have bad stuff happening all around the world and people are scared, as you can see, the markets across the board are not performing very well. Uh, everything sucks. And Bitcoin and crypto is going to suck even more because it has not reached wide mainstream adoption. It is on its way. I will continue to promote or sorry, not promote. <laughs> I will continue to report on all the developments that I find in for mainstream adoption, uh, the amount of money being invested into it by financial institutions, wealthy investors, as well as the adoption rate amongst like new crypto addresses and polls of how many people are getting into crypto. I'm wondering if this is going to scare people away from crypto or if this is going to make it more attractive to buy in because people feel like they can get in and they felt like they were too late before. Okay, so... If all this stuff, bad stuff going on in the world, you got you got this, you got this thing with UST happening. They're dumping tons of Bitcoin on the market. Um, well, this also this all comes at a time when Bitcoin on exchanges was at an all-time low. So there's no liquidity. There, there's no liquidity because people are not buying, they're selling. And there's no liquidity because there's not a lot of Bitcoin on exchanges. So I don't know. There you go. I feel like that basically explains it all. And uh, what do you think?
Did you find something else? Is there something that I missed? So you might be like, well, Robert, great. Now I know why it's going to happen, but how long is this going to go on for? Uh, if I had to guess, I would say at least uh, through the summer, um, maybe a little more than a year. So hopefully we get through the summer with uh, not too much pain uh, until my theory is that until Russia, we have some sort of end in sight in Russia and there's going to be no more surprises with Russia, Ukraine situation, which I just don't see it happening. I don't know. Um, I don't think we're going to get a lot of uh, stability, although people have a very short memory, but the problem is, you know, I don't know. I don't think we're just going to like forget about Ukraine and everything's going to go back to normal. But I also think that at some point things are going to have to like go back to like develop producing. People are going to be producing and we'll see. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Please leave it. Please leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. This is not like my normal videos, uh, but it is what's necessary. So I will be back tomorrow morning to share whatever news I discover. All I'm going to be doing tonight is consuming is I'm going to consume some more news. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to consume some more news and I'm going to bring you whatever updates I can. All right. Well, I ran on and on and on today. So I hope you have a good night and I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Huddle on.